Welcome to Life Point Plus, a program dealing with marriages and family. We are so glad you're listening. Here's your host, pastor and teacher, Gary Moore. Welcome to Life Point Plus. I'm your host, Gary Moore. We closed last week's broadcast by referring to psychologists Howard Markman and Scott Stanley from the University of Denver. They've done research that concentrated on how couples argue, not whether a couple argues. Based on their findings, they can predict with 80% accuracy who will be divorced six or seven years after marrying. Many people seem to get meaner and more dangerous the longer their grievances are bottled up. Don't allow yourself to bury something that irritates you. Repressed irritations have a high rate of resurrection. Happy couples may disagree vehemently, but they don't shut their partners out. When one spouse brings up an issue, the other listens attentively. Remember, we listen in two ways, to understand or to respond. From time to time, the listener may even paraphrase what the other says to make sure the message is understood. They are also comfortable taking a brief time out to gain some objectivity and perspective in the heat of battle, as long as they agree on a time to come back and talk it through. Remember one of the basic rules of communication that we've talked about. Until the emotions of the situation are dealt with, the facts don't matter. Love may be blind, but for many partners, marriage is a magnifying glass. Couples who are virtually certain to break up can't seem to find a relaxed, reasonably efficient way of figuring out how to settle differences as small as which movie to see or whose friends to visit. Eventually, their inability to negotiate does them in, no matter how much in love they are. So do as the experts advise. Choose your battles carefully. You've probably seen the grant me the wisdom to accept the things I cannot change prayer on plaques and posters. It's well, kind of almost over-familiar, but it's true. One of the major tasks of marriage is learning what can and should be changed habits of nagging, for example, and what should be overlooked, perhaps the way a spouse squeezes the toothpaste tube. The parrots say they often tell couples that about 90% of the issues they bicker about can probably be overlooked. It's easy to criticize one's mate. I know I've done my share of yapping about minor infractions, but thankfully I've learned not to sweat the small stuff. This simple advice can keep you from ruining a Friday evening or even an entire vacation. So before you gripe about the way your partner made the bed or cleared the table or left a light on, ask yourself, is it worth it? Also, as you are choosing your battles, it's always helpful to consider whether the issue you are about to gripe about is related to a gender difference or one of your unspoken rules or unconscious role expectations that we've talked about on previous broadcasts. It's amazing how much mutual understanding in these various areas, and others, will help you relax and not make it a big deal. Remember, without mutual understanding, you assign motive as to why your spouse is acting or reacting the way they are. And when you do, you always assign motive to protect your own position and viewpoint. Once again, Mutual understanding is a major key. Many couples find themselves bickering on a regular basis over just about anything. 
It seems that for them, no issue is too small or too big to spar over. The parrots give the following assignment to couples who are regularly bickering. When you feel the tension rising, ask each other to define clearly what the fight is about until both of you understand the issue. Marital battles become habitual if the source of the conflict is not identified. But once couples define the issue, they can be more upfront about what is really bugging them. And once the conflict is clearly defined, according to the parrots, it often takes care of itself. To identify the real source of a conflict, you must identify the questions, what are we really quarreling about, and what is the real source of our disagreement? When couples do not address or cannot answer these questions, the quarrel is often displaced to another topic. And another thing, why do you always? So before you fight or experiencing your version of heated fellowship, be sure you know what you are fighting about. The parrots often teach couples the XYZ formula to help them state their feelings. Think of this approach as a kind of a game in which you fill in the blank with your particular gripe in mind. In situation X, when you do Y, I feel Z. For example, when you are on the road, X, and you don't tell me that you miss me, Y, I feel unloved and lonely, Z. Or, last Thursday night, X, when you called your mom and talked for half an hour, Y, I felt like our plans for the evening went out the window, Z. Using this formula will help you avoid insults and character assassination, allowing you instead to simply state how your partner's behavior affects your feelings. Another example would be, when we are riding in the car, X, and you change the music without asking me first, Y, I feel hurt that my desires are not considered, Z. That is far more constructive to your partner than saying, you never consider my feelings when it comes to music. Although the latter may be the first that comes to your mind, it's likely to draw a defensive response that gets you nowhere. The parrots also have an exercise they call sharing withholds. It's a great way of clearing the deck with your partner on a regular basis so that little conflictual issues don't pile up. This exercise will help you and your partner stay current with each other on both the negative and positive issues in your relationship. If you'd like a copy of this exercise, just send me an email request, and I'll be happy to email you a copy of the Sharing Withholds exercise. My email address is pastorgary at cloverdalechurch.org. Well, normally one partner is often more expressive than the other. In other words, one person articulates his or her feelings more quickly and more intensely than the other. This imbalance causes problems time and again because what is very important to one person may appear not to be very important at all to the other, particularly if your mutual understanding quotient is low. Here's an example from the parrots. James and Karen were setting up their first apartment. Karen wanted to paint the kitchen walls a light blue. She brought home paint samples to show her new husband, but he didn't share her excitement. I found the perfect color, Karen said enthusiastically, holding paint chips up to the wall. I'm not so crazy about it, Jim said. Oh, you'll like it once it's on the wall. It'll be great. I don't know. The phone rang in the middle of their discussion, and that was the last they talked about it. 
Three days later, James couldn't believe his eyes when he came home to a light blue kitchen. What's this? he exclaimed. I thought we agreed not to paint it this color. You said you didn't care, so I went ahead. I never said that. For the rest of the evening, James and Karen argued over feelings betrayed and unappreciated. But the whole scuffle could have been prevented if they knew just how important or unimportant the issue of painting the kitchen was to each of them. Mutual understanding again. As it turned out, James didn't express it well, but he felt very strongly about not painting the kitchen light blue. Karen, on the other hand, was excited and eager to set up house. She could have easily been talked into another color. Their feelings and how they expressed them were almost polar opposites. The parents use a simple technique that can prevent much of James and Karen's grief. For several years, they've been handing out hundreds of what they call conflict cards. Using this small plastic card, no bigger than a credit card, helps put couples on even ground when it comes to expressing the intensity of their feelings. They didn't initiate the idea, but they continue to use it. What's on the card? Well, it's really simple. On the card is a scale from 1 to 10 ranking the intensity of a person's feelings. 1. I'm not enthusiastic, but it's no big deal to me. 2. I don't see it the way you do, but I may be wrong. 3. I don't agree, but I can live with it. 4. I don't agree, but I'll let you have your way. 5. I don't agree and cannot remain silent on this. 6. I do not approve and I need more time. 7. I strongly disapprove and cannot go along with it. 8. I will be so seriously upset I can't predict my reaction. 9. No possible way. If you do, I quit. And 10. Over my dead body. Anytime a heated exchange occurs, a couple can simply pull out this list and rank the depth of their disagreement. This is a three for me. It's a five for me. By rating their conflict, they can play on a level field even when one person is more expressive than the other. If you'd like a copy of these rankings so you can begin to use them, again, just send me an email request to Pastor Gary at CloverdaleChurch.org and I'll email you a copy. A helpful suggestion from the parrots. If you use this ranking system and both partners rank an issue at seven or higher, they should seek help from an objective outsider like a minister or a marriage therapist. Remember the childhood saying, sticks and stones can break my bones, but names will never hurt me? That's a lie. Names do hurt, as many unhappy couples can testify. Unfortunately, Couples generally become experts at character assassination. Well, our time has really gotten away from us today. Again, if you'd like a copy of the Sharing Withholds exercise and or rating the intensity of your feeling scale, just email me your request at pastorgary at cloverdalechurch.org. I encourage you to visit my website at mutualunderstanding.net and visit my Facebook page, Mutual Understanding Method, and like the page as well. Listen in next week. I'm going to have some information about an upcoming marriage seminar I'm going to be doing in the area in May. And we're going to continue our study as we look at how to fight a good fight. God bless you. Have a great weekend. Thank you for listening today. This program is brought to you by Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like to reach Pastor Gary, 
please email him at pastorgary at cloverdalechurch.org. To know more about the church, go to our website at www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thanks for listening and be blessed.